0: what is up everyone my next guest my man andy sims the man who gave me an opportunity when i was coming out of law school to join him at his firm players rep sports we were working as uh, sports agents representing nfl players together and we worked together for uh you know four years approximately and we're growing the firm we were continuing to uh expand and and find new ways to bring in uh you know better and better clients each year and uh, was a great experience working together. Um, he founded the firm in 97. He sold it in 2017, just this past year, to Little Wayne's Young Money Sports uh, Agency. And uh, we talk about that. We talk about his continued growth within the sports world. We talk about um, a lot of stories. We go back down memory lane and, and talk about a lot of recruiting stories. And of course, you know, we shed a light into the cutthroat business that is sports agency. So if you like sports and if you like business, then you will undoubtedly love my conversation with the one and only Andy Sims. Yes! I am so fucking pumped, brother. Welcome to the show, man. It is I have my, been so fired up for this. It is my pleasure. I am beyond excited. I am beyond excited to see you, man. One of my favorite things Look at us. We're just smiling again, man. We just, we just go right back to it's it. It's the best. It, it doesn't best. take much. How's life? How's life? I am
1: great. I'm great. Life is good. Um... You know, we'll talk about business stuff, but no, life's good, honestly. Family's just, good. Kids get older, everyone gets bigger, but everything's the same.
0: Everything's the same. And you're doing great too. Yeah, we are uh we're staying busy, you know, we're staying busy, trying to have fun. The world's a the world's not a safe place, so it's uh you know, the more chaos in the world unfortunately. That's another episode. The more the more equipment's needed yeah, and right. more military and all that kind of stuff. So Yeah um man welcome and uh thanks for coming thank you uh, we have a lot to talk about we probably can't fit it all into this episode but maybe, i'll talk really fast maybe we'll <laughs> speed it up here um dude i so like a few months back i look over and, and um i can't even remember how i saw it i think i saw like dave lee post something on facebook or retweet and i look over and it's like little wayne right saying i'm so happy to right. work with, uh, with with Andy Sims and Players Rep. Right, and right. Bought the and, dude. What t- talk to so, us? What's going on?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, maybe we should give a little recap of your history. We'll with, get into, uh, we'll get into with all Players that. We'll Rep. We'll get into all but, that. Um, yeah, I mean, twenty years we're Players Rep, give or take a little bit, um, since the late '90s. And our business is all about trying to find ways to stay ahead. It's competitive. A um, lot of different agencies. A lot of agents people trying to get ahead, people coming in and out, and, you know, I I had a very unique opportunity, and that opportunity was to basically take my firm and end up changing our name and adding people in uh, in the marketing sector, but basically approached by Young Money to say, hey, we want you guys to be our football division and be Young Money football, and you know, of course, people that know me know I'm pretty much like the furthest thing from uh, from from Young Money. You know, <laughs> right, I'm a 43 right. year old white guy, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, you know, we got a good business. But you know, I even asked them, you know, and I can explain how the whole thing came about. Yeah, but yeah. but ultimately, like doing this doing this thing was minus the legal details of trying to figure out how to actually transact it and how it was all going to work. It was really a no brainer once uh-huh. once I got down to it. And, yeah. and if you know our business, you know how hard it is. You know how competitive it is, you know how hard it is to get clients, you know, how hard it is to keep clients. And even when you do that stuff, they have to be players that are good enough to earn second and third contracts. Right. So so when you can give yourself an advantage, um, you have to find a way to do it. And and actually um, you know, I was approached, you may remember, uh, I'll throw the name out here. here, but There's uh, going to be maybe, a lot of name dropping. Maybe I sh- shouldn't. But, show today, but I was sure. a, I was approached by I was approached by another agency that you would remember. Do you remember Craig Doman? Yeah. So Doman, Doman and Pittman. Doman, yeah, yeah. And they were huge uh-huh. in the early 2000s, mid-2000s. Um, See, when
0: I joined you, they were already kind of past that that, that right, hot spot. Right. But I remember but, that, yeah. We but if I were to
1: list that. a number of agents at that point, mm-hmm. sort of when you entered the business or maybe a little before, where are they all now? Yeah. And, and um, when I was approaching them a couple of years ago, I'm like, wow, like Doman and Pittman were very big, and they're good guys. Um, they were trying to get four or five groups together to compete with that top, you know, the top 10 companies. And, you know, he said to me on the phone, and he was he, – he's, honestly, he's a, he's a really good guy, and he's a good agent. Mm-hmm. He's had a great business. But he said, we've turned into dinosaurs. You know, we can't you – know, we don't do a lot of these things to kind of keep up. We need the client list. We need – and I'm, that kind of stuck with me the last couple of years. And though I wasn't looking for something – You know when you have an opportunity to say wait a minute we're i think we're the 11th or 12th ranked company out of 300 but how do we crack that top 10 and i don't want to be a dinosaur i don't want to be that guy that's saying in five years what should i have done Mm -hmm. to to get more clients to keep clients to really capitalize on what we're doing when we're in our prime which is what you know well you know like
0: like every businessman it's so it's so much easier to take the hill than it is to actually keep the hill and hold right, the hill. Right, it's no different in this business. I right, mean, it's so true. You could be on top for a year or two, and before you know it, man, if you're not, if you're not staying up and and leveraging your relationships and staying on top right. and doing different things with the marketing and the media and the technologies, dude, you're you're off the hill, man. Right, you're down. Right.
1: So so in so comes to this opportunity. Um, how did this happen? How did yeah. This so happen? so I was approached at the Senior Bowl last year by a guy named Adi Van Gontard who is actually, he's a nephew, he's part of the Budweiser family. Mm. He's a great grandson of, I don't know. It's not host. a bad family to be in. No, be in fact, so that's, so the, the group, our firm is called Young Money Appa A-P-A-A. And that's, the APA is Adi and his brothers. That's what it stands for. Uh. And so they handle some sports marketing and Adi's a basketball agent. So they got together with Young Money first. And then what they realized is, we want to be in football. And they went out there doing some recruiting. And as you know, if you're not registered agent, you're not supposed to be doing that stuff anyway. Sure. But they had a couple guys that just wanted to be part of Young Money. and they Just were because fo- of the name right, and right. the Right. So they had a couple guys lined up last year in the draft. So this is a, a draft to go. Mm-hmm. Um, they had Duke Riley, who ended up being a third-round pick. Um, they had a guy named Lewis Neal from LSU who went, went undrafted. And they had a guy named D.D. Westbrook, who was fourth in the Heisman great college receiver. He's going to be a great NFL receiver too, but that's beside the point. He um he didn't have an agent, but he wanted to be with Young Money. And so they basically talked to various agents and said, "Hey, you know, who who can help Didi in this position?" Um and I think they had some targets in mind. You know, we're kind of like a mid-major. Was he at the Senior Bowl, Didi? He was supposed to be, but he didn't play because there were some off the field stuff, some All injuries. Right. Okay. Basically, they wanted an agent with experience, but somebody that wasn't with one of the biggest companies, but so anyway, here we come. You know, mm-hmm. enter Andy Sims, for he players comes. rep. Here he comes. So I work with. <laughs> here we go. He so So basically, I'm. I'm now hired in a, in a very singular deal. I'm the agent for D.D. Westbrook, and he's a Young Money Appa Sports client. Okay. So I'm along for this ride. I'm just. I'm mm. just hired to do the contract, get him through the draft. You know, deal with the teams. Literally just. Really the part we really liked. Yeah, the legal part. Like all the all the all the other side stuff, the the BS, the you know, I didn't have to deal with that stuff. So um that went well. A lot of teams thought he'd be undrafted, taken off the draft board. He was an early fourth round pick. I think at that point they said, if we want to grow this football division, we need agents. So there's a different agent for Duke Riley and a different agent for Lewis Neal. And I think what they said is we need we need some stability. Mm -hmm, And they said, Well, let's mm -hmm. can we make this thing, you know, what would it take to make you guys you are football agents? And basically I said, listen. I want my whole group. I want to be the football division. What kind of support am I going to get from you guys and how are we going to transact this deal? But ultimately, the big picture was we're going to do the same thing we did as players rep. I got my same agents. You mm-hmm. know them all. Yep. I mean, I got the same people. Um, we're gonna. I'm still going to work out of my home. Everyone's going to work where they work. Yep. We're going to determine who we recruit, how we recruit them, what we're going to spend. And someone else is going to be in charge as far as the name and support and all the marketing and all the PR, all the junk I don't want to do anyway. Mm-hmm. And now we got a great team of people that handle the marketing for, for Wayne, for Nicki Minaj, for Drake. It's the same people. And that's the win here. We're doing the same thing, but we're doing it better. And we have more to offer. And that's. You know, forget the sex appeal of saying we're young money when you're calling the 22 year old because those things open doors. And I've seen that that's fucking huge, since we announced right? this thing, it's been what, three months and we've had- It's been crazy, yeah, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, it's been, it, it helps. So what, helps. what is it? So, so this started back last year at the Senior Bowl, the Senior Bowl 2017. Correct. And by fall of 17, you've sold your agency, which you founded 20 years prior. Right,
1: right. So that's pretty much how it went down. So really right when the draft was over last year, We got in after Mm -hmm. the draft. Um, I went down, you remember Wesley, obviously. Wesley Spencer, one of my co-agents who started uh, his business with me. we met with uh, the APA people and some of the representatives from Young Money. We all sat down.
0: Wesley, I hope you're not eating that ice cream still. Oh. Lay off that ice cream, son. Uh, Wes is gone. Lay off that ice Wes, cream, son. Wes, Wes,
1: Wes for the last 90 days yeah. has gone straight vegetarian. No shit. Uh, so wow, I, vegans next, Wes. I mean, he's vegan's not next, he brother. He ain't far from it, bro. He's <laughs> not far. I, I I love that he's doing it for him, but man, it's a, dude. It, I I'll, I'll lay into him. He's not fun to travel with anymore. No, exactly. If you can't take, if you can't go somewhere funy he won't even oh. go to Chick Fil A with. Oh. Me. oh my god. Wow, that's right. disgusting. Let's talk serious. Is, let's talk about more real stuff over <laughs> I mean, here. Man. Yeah. Who cares about the sports? I mean, stuff?
0: Uh, the guy won't eat Chick Fil A. I can't What's even. Wrong wh- what you? am I supposed to do? God, you don't. You don't take him on the road. I, he stays I, home. I, I try he not stays to. Home. I do. <laughs> he goes by himself. Uh, I, I, but he's a great guy. Wes, we he's love the best. you, brother. He's the, the best. But, yeah. but
1: anyway, we, we uh, make a long story short. Here, I, I ended up going down to Dallas, where the ampiside is located. Um, we hammered the stuff out, and it, and it took. It took longer than I would have liked. I would have loved this thing to be done really, you know, September, August, September, so we could have a full year of recruiting college mm. guys with it. And, um, you know, that's sort of the lifeblood of this whole business is recruiting. Yes. And, and so not having that until December, it, it set us back a little bit in the, in the college recruiting Um you know, were we players rep, were we, I knew this deal was going to happen, but the the contracts weren't, you know, the eyes weren't dotted. So that was a little bit of an issue, but, but yeah, I mean, you know, moving forward now, it's just, it's more
0: fun. Well, you've got a big name behind you, you know, this is what we used to talk about. I mean, for people that don't know, we spent thousands of hours, I mean, I don't even know how many hours over the course of like three or four years in the car together on the road together. We so saw each year, other more than we saw me, our wives and fiancées uh, at that time. Just
1: take me down memory lane. So you, what year was it that you started? <laughs> was it two thousand? Eight? So uh, It was
0: 2008, I think. You and I started, uh, I started with you in 2007. Correct. So you I was came in to Law Kent Sp-
1: State's Pro Day with me when I had Usama Young. Correct.
0: So and that is. was and that was actually early in 2007. That That's was like the springtime, right? Like March, April, like around the Pro Day timeframe of 2007. It was after the Combine.
1: If you say, I, it's one of those years right around there. It was yeah.
0: 2007 for sure, because yeah. then that summer, what we did was, um, so the thing is, I met you And when I was in law school, Mm -hmm. I went off to law school because I read Drew Rosenhaus. When I was in law school, and I read Rosenhaus's "Shark," a shark never sleeps, and it it doesn't sleep, right? Does it, Uh, dude? It it doesn't. Well, if it does, somebody else is somebody (laughs) else is taking your taking your meat. So. and I'm in that going, dude, I could, that's so fucking cool. I right. want to do that shit. You know, the Jerry Maguire era, all this crazy Oh, I'd have no idea. That's yeah, not right. how I got into it. <laughs> and I met you, right. and I, this is probably like late 06, early 7. It was a late 06. Yeah. Um, summer of 06 into the fall. And, uh, and then. You know, in seven, you took me. You know, I basically kind of stalked you for a while. I basically just wouldn't let you on my site. You probably like, get this. It's Haber. Not like stalking. Get it's this. Not wanting. Get this. this no. Haver guy. Well, I might not have been wanted at the beginning. Maybe. But. Maybe. get this kid away from me. So I, I, uh, I stalked you, and I basically, you basically, said, okay, I'll take you to the pro day. It's mm-hmm. 2007, and then, and then we did the players rep golf outing. That's right. Right, and I was working my ass off to prove to you, man. I want. I got to prove to Andy that like, I was going. It was the summer of my going into my third year of law school. So I just finished my first two. I had one year left, and I remember going. I got to just go all out for this golf outing that we did at that club out in Menor. Quail Hollow. Quail Hollow. There mm-hmm. you go. We had like Cribs. Josh Cribs yeah. came. I had Roy Hall. Come. Well, let's let, let's be honest. You know,
1: I had this idea to do this golf outing. Maybe it was your idea, even. I don't know. I think I had this idea, but I had no clue how to fucking pull it off. Right. Like, how do you how do you get sponsors? How do you get players there? We never. This is Cleveland. Like, yeah. how are we going to do this? And I got to be honest. And for for people listening that are trying to figure out like how do I get in to a business and how do I impress someone trying to get a job I will never forget you may not know this but you came to my house in Twinsburg mm-hmm. and I said I gave you some numbers I said see what you can do yeah and literally you walked in you walked in my living room I remember sitting at my kitchen table you walked in the other room and you were calling people, you're cold calling, you weren't afraid to you're say no. You're talking about players. No, sponsors, oh, players. Oh, for the golf outing. For yeah, the yeah, golf yeah. Audience. yeah, yeah but sure. you took this thing and just went balls out with it, yeah. and you weren't afraid of rejection, you weren't afraid to mm. face something you've never done before, and I remember at that moment, I remember sitting there thinking, this guy's good. Yeah. This guy's good, and he's not appreciate afraid. appreciate it, man. And you have to, it, I mean, to do anything, sometimes you have to, I'm not saying you're faking it until you make it, but there is a there is a part where you got to step out of your comfort zone
0: 100% and, and 100%. you had no
1: problem doing that and I think at that moment I was
0: like all right we and, 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 and I know you're listening I know right. you and I and I'm doing everything I can to to, to right. prove to you know so that golf outing was a big deal cuz I'm thinking to myself this kind of translates if I if, if this translates over to the recruiting if right. I could convince people to join us and we're raising money and we're correct right we're we're we're, we're selling our services we're selling ourselves we're we're trying to prove people wh- why it's important to come join the cause and right. that kind of thing so Um, So that was 2007 in the summer and basically what I started doing then with you is in that fall, which is when the most important time is to recruit, I started recruiting with you and back then I was allowed to because the the NFLPA rules weren't uh, as strict about about runners and all that stuff. Right, exactly. So this is my third year of law school. I'm recruiting with you. Remember Kennard Cox? Yeah. That was the first one. That was the first one. We sat outside. of. there's gonna be a lot of name dropping in this. It's okay. There's a, it's <laughs> I mean, only, I, We could go for yeah, fucking I mean. three hours here. Um, Canard Cox out uh, of cheesecake. Of course you did. You yeah. know, there's so many things. So that was at uh, cheesecake outside of. Uh, in, yeah. uh, in
1: oh, I mean, we 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 used to we used to use that spot at cheesecake when we would. That know, was our headquarters it, outside of Cleveland. It really and, was really yeah. more of an office than anything <laughs> we used here. But yeah, we we would literally have people like rolling in and out of uh, out of uh, out Literally, of our table. literally, would be like, "Oh,
0: the guys are back again." You know, and who these are these guys? guys? Who are these guys in, in the sport <laughs> coats with these players? You know. Um. And uh, so then that so what happened was and, and I talked about this when Larry came on the show. Right. Uh, the big moment was you're like, "Dude, I can't I lost I lost some steam with Larry Grant. He didn't know who we were. He didn't know who you were. Yeah. He was uh, you know, it was a He was only at Ohio State in his second year. Um this was his senior year. He came from JUCO. And uh, you're like, "Just try to call him. It's a new voice, a new name, fresh start."
1: Was yeah. that the same year as uh, Lamar Miles? Or no? Yes. Yes. Those were both the same
0: year. They were both the same year. Not, so. not to steal your story, go yes. ahead. Yeah. Like so this. so no. So I I, I got a hold of Larry. I just called and he picked up for whatever reason. Different number. Yeah. And, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: Got a good moment, and uh, and I said and I basically said, dude, I got to get down there and see you. Right. And I went there, and th- that was that and was the beginning of the Larry grant. You, you didn't, didn't even come. Even, you didn't even come with me. Which is the me. fucking craziest part didn't even come of with the whole me.
1: thing is that you weren't. Not only <laughs> were you insane. not a registered agent, you didn't know what the Ignor- fuck you were doing. Ignorance is bliss, <laughs> but man. it is. And it, it, but the naive you in know. this business, and you, you had you had you had our brochures or whatever yeah. or whatever we were using.
0: I don't even. We had some brochures. We had some materials, of course. You know. Well, no, we on. we
1: spruced up the materials during your tenure with us. I mean, we we really turned things around. I think. I think, you know, there's no question, like during those years, we, we'd had a number of high picks, but those years, we blossomed. Yeah. I mean, this company really took off with, with great recruiting. That first year, obviously, Larry Grant and Lamar Miles, and then the following year.
0: Well, that was also, so you, well you, Dave Lee did well with Haruki that year. Right. That was that draft That's with Haruki correct. and um, right. I think maybe even Gilliard. I don't remember exactly. now. Gilliard
1: was the 2010 was, draft, okay, which was the t- 2009 recruiting, but that was the Devin McCourty draft. Oh, that Doran was Dickerson. McCourty. Yes, we, we
0: we killed that year. Yeah, well, the first, so back in, backing up a little bit was right. So we got Larry Grant. Right. The long story short, we ended up fucking getting Larry. I was in that room. And You remember Shirley, man? Shirley was no no joke. No we talked joke. about this. No joke. And I'm sitting there, and they're all staring at me like, mm-hmm. "Fuck, get the fuck out of here!" You know, <laughs> the room was hot. I'm caving in. It was on closing you. in. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I, know. I know. I couldn't Breathe. I couldn't breathe. Um, but man, that's it's so true though. In life, sometimes you, it, to be successful, you have to just get thrown into it. Yeah. People want to hold hands and do all this stuff. Get thrown into the fire. Fall on your ass. You yeah, know. Yeah.
1: It's it's a it's a it's a lesson that. You know, I think we go through this all the time. I mean, even it, and as you get older, maybe it's even worse. But you, you get used to your comfort zone. 100%. Like this is what you want to do, and this is the place to be. But if you're going to ever do something different, you've got to step out of that zone. You've got to do something. You put yourself out there. You have and, to
0: um, get uncomfortable. I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to, man. I'm going to
1: steal a line from one Nate Haver. You got to put your balls on
0: the table sometimes. No. <laughs> You know, you said that I, I probably did. You yeah, probably I said probably, it. You probably, I probably said, said it quite a few once. times. <laughs> there you go. Um, and then, uh, and that was it, man. So we we, we ended up having a, a pretty good. That was our, my first. I still wasn't registered. I was graduating law school, right? Um, and you know, so your guys were going under your name. The, some of the guys we signed. You signed yeah. a couple other guys by yourself with uh-huh. the Wesley and these guys. And then that summer, man, I, I basically said, "Hey, bro, I'm I, I'm getting to get registered with the NFLPA. I really want to want to work with you." And, and you gave me the opportunity, man. Right. So that for that, I'll, I will forever, forever be grateful to you for that. And uh, was just an, a beginning of. Uh, a, it was kind of a short relationship, three and a half, four years of you know really working together. But boy, we spent a lot of time together, man. We did. People don't
1: understand our business and and what it entails. You know, the yeah. time. I mean, so much of it is on the road or. Recruiting, and I think I, the, the I literally smile whenever I think of our time together because I, I do too. Because it's so I, funny. and and the things I think about the most are, it's all the time. It's the recruiting. We're in the car, I, how how sexy everyone thinks the sports agent business is, and we would always joke like, what if the camera was were watching us right uh, now? Yeah, yeah. you there know, was a reality show. The reality show. show they'd see just a how ridiculous the two of us were. The things we talked about, joked about, no one would ever have signed with us if they knew what we were doing and what we were talking about. <laughs> it's so true. I mean, and, and,
0: and then we and then we pull up. We're like, "Hey, what's up, brother?" Right. right how we, you, we get to the door. Hey, what's up, together. man? How you doing? Right, you and we get in the car. And we're like, I mean, "Jesus Christ! Did you hear what, they, what we were saying? Holy cow!" I mean, you have to, though, man. You have to. You have to be energetic when you meet with these guys. You have to be, you know, sincere. You have to be passionate. There's, um, you know, th-
1: there's a lot you learn about sales in our business. Oh. And because really, let's let's face it, law degrees, negotiating contracts, this business is more sales than probably the vast majority. I want put per percentages. That's how you get it. it but That's how you it's get all, the client. It's all sales. And and yeah, you got to back it up when you get the players. But this this business is about how do you get in front of guys? How do you get them to go with you instead of fifty, sixty, seventy, eighty other agencies? There's no obvious answer to that, but there's a lot of things that I think we touched on, and there's a lot of things you taught me. Maybe you meant some of it, maybe you didn't, but just, I think some of it is just how you carry yourself. You've got to be confident, even to the point of almost overconfident, especially with our audience. I don't mean all sales, but in this audience, you're talking about 21, 22, 23-year-olds who were highly recruited, they were the man in high school, they were the man in college. How are you going to walk in there and separate yourself from the, the, this this huge group of people? I'm not just agents, marketing people, financial people, uh, runners, managers, tons of agents. How do you do that? Yeah. And I think, you know, we, you know, I'd had some success. You know, I'm not, I'm not knocking myself, but, you know, I had a couple draft picks every year before you joined, but we took off. Mm-hmm. And I think part of it is we had a, we, we had something sort of, we'd figured some things out and it was really the year after the Larry
0: Grant we I just used got that. just got the goosebumps a little well, bit. Well, we though. got some
1: momentum going yeah. and and it was really the year after that that we had three picks in the top 66. We had, we went with we went with uh, Ron Brace, Cody Brown, Bradley Fletcher and there was a little bit of luck there. Bradley was supposed to be a late round pick. The other guys really moved up, but you know, however it happened all of a sudden I think we started saying, "Wait a minute." We're not a mid-level firm. If we got three guys in the top 66 and we started running data, right? We yeah. started running numbers. And as far as our, our materials for the following year, we started mm. figuring out, wait a minute, how many other companies did this? A few? Yeah, there was like and, seven or eight right, companies. And we're like, wait a minute, out of know, 290 companies? So we're like, all right.
0: nine hundred eight plus agents. Right. So like we're, that, we're starting you know? to
1: feel this momentum yeah. and it was legit. Yo, and dude. it was legit. And I, I can tell you, the business... Has never been the same since then because I think we've had that continued momentum mm-hmm, since 2009, mm-hmm. and that you know, a lot of it just goes towards what we learned. Yeah. What we learned as we were going, and you know how to how to handle and how to how to recruit, and how to impress these guys.
0: We had a and great the, uh, a recipe, man. Yeah. You know, it, it's one thing to do it on by yourself, um, and, and that's and that's great, and it will happen at times. But really, doing the dual approach, the energies that we brought, the different dynamics. Completely different styles, but mm-hmm. you know, both had our, our things, both had our moments, both were aggressive. And I was younger and better looking back then. One hundred percent. Well, I, mean, I don't I mean, know, man. That that scruff, I mean, you're looking, you're looking good. <laughs> I think you taught me that. Too. <laughs> but we uh, we had a great dynamic, man. We yep. would go into a meeting, and if I needed a breather, you were you were flowing in. If mm-hmm. you needed that, you know that little, I would come in. And uh we were winging it too man. Yeah. We were, we, didn't, we didn't like this wasn't an act. We no. were like talking about what we truly believed, what we did for the guys, why we knew we were the best, and that's why we were beating out everybody man. People don't realize. We had a we, we had a swagger going
1: because number 1 we we understood that our attitude was going to determine our success. The attitude was going to be: we had to bring energy. We were going to bring some passion, but the passion came from a real place. Real place. And I think no that doubt. that's what you're talking about. That's exactly that it. You you do have to you have to believe in what you're selling. I mean, you can fake it to a certain point, but that's people can sense. They'll that. see right through. They'll us. see it. And, and so we we generally felt like we we were touching on something that was going to turn this business around. We were no longer were we just going to sign you know some late round picks and. and we did do that. We we changed sort of oh, the dude, culture. We, we went
0: into we went into Boston College mm-hmm. just to put this in perspective. We went into Boston College, and we we went after Ron Brace, rest in peace, which is so sad that he passed away what a year yeah. and a half or so ago, a couple of years back. Right. Um, but we went into Boston College, and you know these guys, Ron Brace was getting recruited by everybody. If you're in the top 100, hundred, hundred and fifty. There's maybe one or two of the real big firms that are kind of not looking at you. They were going after BJ Raji, like the, the the CAA's of the world. Right. But everybody else, athletes first, and you name it, man, priority and down the list. Yep. They're all going after Ron Brace. They're all going after Cody Brown, and you and I are going in there and going, we're just we're we're better. We're, we're better fit for you, you know. Let them throw all the resources and the the, the right. and the big you know big stuff at you. We knew we were better, and I think at the end of the day, what a lot of these guys do, from what I re- recall, was they 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 narrow it down to like three or four firms that they know are legit. Like, you know, Player's Rep is legit. You know, Athletes First is legit. Pick a, you know, name a few other firms. Doman and Pittman's legit, you know. Right. And then they really, 90% of the time, 99% of the time, they go with the guys that they felt really comfortable with. It's just a gut feel. And if you're phony and fake, man, they're not going with you. They're not going right. with you. They're going to see right through all that shit. So we would get down into that final three. Don't you think that you and I were in the final three? every? Uh, I mean, sp- I mean I'm not were. trying to sound No, cocky. You're, you're, you're right. We were always in the final three.
1: Yeah, and and it's hard to get to that point where you're really in some – I think there's a lot of agents that think they're in contention. Like, oh, I was so close. Well, like like, because, we,
0: like we were with Michael Hoare and the boys? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Kind of just, I mean, we can't even get into these fun stories. Dude. I mean, the blind side, oh. we felt like we...
0: Oh, we got blinded by he, your, by, by he, that side, didn't they, we?
1: They committed to us. They like, did. We had it. They did. Do you remember in the card was it Jamarcus Sanford? Jamarcus, Bri- Pariah Jerry. And, we had uh, this one way um, that we, we, we sort of refined this after a few years mm. where... Where we would try to get them to commit verbally by just getting in their face, we'd be like, "You know, you want to go with us. You're with us. Make that commitment. Let's go." And they'd be like, "I'm in." We're like, "Yeah!" Yeah! And then we're <laughs> like, "Did they commit?" <laughs> but if they, but did, did we did we just coax it out of them, or did it, did yeah. it actually happen? Right. But it, you know, yeah, there, there's there's crazy of stories. But to get to your thing, number one, it was impressive. You remember these names of our competitors, dude? Those, uh, I remember. I remember a lot yeah. of that. I'm yeah.
0: telling you, I was so into it for yeah. those, those four and years it, we were together.
1: You know, it, it is true that we we were close. And I think. The recruiting is, um, it's, it's such an, it, it's, it is the business. It's the business. You know, How people, else do you grow your business? People, yeah. uh, you know, people email me resumes all the time or someone says, well, oh, this person be a great agent, they're a great negotiator. I don't give a fuck.
0: Yeah, It doesn't
1: matter. It doesn't it matter. It doesn't matter. What, yeah. you, what you do um, in our business is you, you, you get clients by convincing them that you're the best, and then you've got to back it up. Yeah, you've got to be able to negotiate. You've got to be able to be conscientious. But the, the, the people skills... You know, how you communicate, how you deal with the guys, that's going to determine your success. And it starts with the recruiting. I don't care how good you are pushing pencils and, and writing briefs and showing me data. I mean, I'll get that stuff. I'll do that of course, fine. Of I course, need, How do you get clients? And that's, that's where this whole business is. And, and there's a lot of guys that come in, and I've hired some over the years, and you know some of them. They come in, they just, they just can't get it done. And, you, yep. and part of you is like, well, how could they not? Because they're guy, smart,
0: they're friendly.
1: They're, you think they've got it, yeah. and, and at the same point, it doesn't translate.
0: It's, a, it's an intangible, you know? It uh, is. You can look at all the resumes in the world, man. You'll never know until you meet the person and, and throw them out there. You right. know, you threw me out in the fire. Dude, Which how is about, crazy. how about this one? How about this? this, is, this is what I was thinking about this before. We, you and I, go to Philadelphia. This is, I think, our second year together. And I think this is the time frame. And we are pulling up to Philadelphia. And whose house are we going to? Oh, the my God. I do remember. I was trying to
1: figure out where. Oh, this was First round
0: draft pick in like the 83 or 84. I don't know. One whatever, Irving Fryer. There it was. Yeah. Dude, so naive so fucking, I was so ignorant to the magnitude of what we were doing, like, you know, like we're pulling up Do you remember the, Ir, the gates? I, Irving, the gates. The gates. The gates open up. There were gates. There were gates. I mean. And, and dude, I'm pulling up to Ir, Irving Fryer was like the first pick in the NFL draft when I was like two or three years old. Right. And I'm pulling up to his house because we're going to go recruit, we're recruiting how his son. You, how old were you? When, 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 when we did uh, that, like, so. Oh, I was, uh, well, when we did that, that must have been 2010, I'm thinking that was right around then. So. Yeah. You're going back eight years, you know, I'm like 28 years old. Right. Yeah. 28 years old. Right, I'm 35. Like, 35. I, I'm, yeah. I'm lying to you if I felt You're younger than more, I am right now. I didn't
1: feel any more comfortable than you did because right. <laughs> we're, we're walking in. Now, the kid
0: himself was more of a late-round
1: guy. Yeah, and London but,
0: was cool as hell, man. He, he obviously liked us. For us to get in front of his dad and the mom. And but I, we
1: knew his dad... Like Lee Steinberg, who was really an icon of our business at that His point. His dad was the first pick in the fucking
0: draft, right? And That's here, right. here, here come
1: Andy and Nate. Who are these guys? You know? Right? Who, why? Why us? Who? Uh, yeah. Why? What, what's so special about you guys? So, like, we're trying to be—we're always trying to be confident and show that. But it you, you do have those moments. You're like, why us? And guess How, what? what?
0: Who did London sign with? He went. With he us. went with us. Yeah, he went did. with us, man. He after did. all that, he you know. And, and of course. A lot of the guys don't make it. A lot of guys have the talent in college, and for whatever reason, you know, it doesn't translate. A lot of the best the successes,
1: um, man. And you can think about. I mean, we can play a little game of throwing out names of guys oh, we love recruited, it. but uh, yeah. I thought of one recently. Who else?
0: Ernie Wheelwright. Oh, dude, I would have never remembered that. But do
1: you remember how we, the meeting, the last meeting we had, snowstorm, Columbus?
0: Took us about house. four and a half. Yes. Took us maybe four to five hours to get there. Yes. It was... That's what I remember about the business too so much, man. Those drives in yeah. the wintertime. Yeah. Oh, that's a brutal part of the business. Yeah. That, you he know. had a whole house of people sitting a around. A whole house. And I
1: even remember... There, you know, and in those situations, what you don't realize is sometimes the mom, the dad, the brother—they've had people contacting them, and you don't know where you—you you, you know, the player might like you, but just an agenda. Yeah, usually who's with really other
0: people. Make it, Who's pulling the strings? Behind you, never the scenes. you never know. You never know. That's the tough. There was part. something
1: with that one. And I, that I don't one remember, didn't feel good. Something. No, yeah. we, we left there. We were two and a half hours late because of the weather.
0: Good. That one didn't feel good. We went, we went and saw Ernie too at at, uh, at a game. We saw him at a game after I can't remember where it was. It was quick. I think we went to Minnesota. And uh, it was I, Fast, you might have actually. We were, uh, no,
1: I think I think you went
0: solo. Did I? Mm-hmm. And it was just, "What's up?" And boom, and they're on the bus. Right. You know, like yeah. sometimes people don't realize you go to these games, and guys are like, "Yeah, come on, I'll meet you after the game, or I'll meet you." How many times have, have we, we gone to a meeting? I'm sure it's happened since where you get there and they never show. Yeah, the, the old, no show. The old no show. Uh, Is it not happening it mainly, as much anymore? No,
1: it, it still it still rears its head maybe of a, once or twice a year, and you're like, I can't believe. That this just happened. Yeah. I'm 43 years old. I have this. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You're still dealing with the same kids. You're like I just
0: negotiated like a 50 million dollar contract for Devin McCourty. They don't and care. And I'm signing first round picks. I represent. Who what? What uh, pick was Lane Johnson in the draft? Uh, number four. So I've represented right. the fourth fucking pick in the draft, and you're no showing me. You're a you're a fifth round pick at best. And it just right?
1: yeah. And I think that's that doesn't you know, change. There's no. always going to be.
0: I mean, we had some no shows in our time. Oh, hell yeah, I don't remember. We did, hell yeah! I remember Thaddeus Gibson making me sit there oh, for three hours to right. meet him for, to meet him for lunch. I yeah. mean, he showed. Yeah, you know, I'm sure we had a couple no shows, and though. that happens, right? Yeah, That's you sure. know,
1: I'm trying to think of some of the guys we recruited that we didn't get, and it's hard to remember. Uh,
0: what, what was the uh, receiver's name at Purdue? Greg. Oh, uh. Remember that one was disappointing for us. That Greg, us. Orton. Greg Orton. Greg Orton. Yeah. We loved him, too. He was a great kid. What a beast. Oh. He was a beast. Whatever happened, he never made it. He huh? didn't get drafted. Right, um, and he was a high. I mean, we were going after him, thinking he was like a third, fourth round pick. So did yeah. everybody, but that's you know that you that's know.
1: part of the problem, our business. So even the best successes turn out to be failures. So many of them. Yeah, so Greg, many of them. Greg, Greg Orton. Orton, man. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I, we can go into the go into the cookie jar, man, oh, and, and okay. pull out. A t- how, you I know should what, one have of left my favorite in my notes from those times. You know what one I'll of my favorite it. ones was? Was uh, one of my favorites was Tory Smith. Even though we didn't get him, man. What a no question. learning lessons learned. Yeah. Amazing learning experience. I don't even remember all the details, but we went and saw him at least two or three times. I
1: specifically remember the last meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, With the dad, him and his dad. Do you remember, do you remember what happened when we left the meeting? <laughs> you probably don't. I, you the have car, to refresh my memory. Our car had a ticket on it in the street. Yes. Now and that, yeah. I, I don't think it was a big deal. It wasn't towed or anything. But I ended up having to, like, go back there for court because they called it a moving violation, even though we parked... Where the kid told us to yeah. on the road. It was
0: like a long street by it's like in the dark. Yeah, that slope but it, was, or it whatever was it was
1: awkward because when you leave and oh yeah. the, the police were out there giving the ticket when we walked out oh, the that's door. that's what it was. And it was and we're like come on. But I think we truly felt in that situation. This was an early round pick. When he came out early, right? He came we, out early from Maryland. And I think we without any connection in the world, we just sort of got the meeting. But I think we we were
0: really close, dude. We lo- okay, so we lost out to Rosenhaus on that one. Yeah, and, and the I mean. I, Tori, I think, really wanted I, I did, Tor, too. Tori really wanted us, and the dad was in, in enamored, I think, with the Well, I think the we, other guys. we got that, and I still get this, is that yeah.
1: when it comes to parents, you don't know what they're—they're they're typically going to go for the biggest, safest firm. And they don't do it on purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, they're looking for—you know, if you're going to make a recommendation, you don't usually go out on a limb for your kid. You're not going to say, well, these guys are smaller, mm-hmm. but I just got a gut feel. No, it just doesn't go that way. The kid goes with the gut feel— the parents go resume, like, and even though we were good, we were up against. You could be, you could be the 20th ranked firm out of 300, but if you're going up against one through five, you may as well be number 209. Right, it doesn't it just, matter. And I think yeah. that's what we had on, on occasion. You dealt with families that
0: weren't going to quite see it the same way as us, you know. Dude, um, so we have we have stories galore, man. We have we have stories galore. Um, so many amazing times on the road and, and that's the funny thing is we used to talk about I used to say to you hey man you never going to sell you what would it take for you to sell your firm remember you, you used to go ah, you know i mean right. we're going to grow this thing and i'm going to you know and, and then here we are fast forward you know 6 years 7 years later 8 right. years later and uh you have you have right. so how how does it feel yeah i
1: mean it, it, this deal and without getting into particulars of of the transaction it was it was really built more on How does this affect my current guys because they still need, you know, we're taking 45 of our current clients over to Young Money and, you know, how are we handling this? Are they buying our revenue stream? Are they buying our name? But they're not buying our name because we're changing our name. I think that there were certain dynamics. So for me, this whole thing is really about, you know, it wasn't about the finances as much as it was you know, I didn't make money on this thing to retire. So how are we doing this? How are we setting up the structure? I looked at it as more of a merger than anything else mm-hmm. because it wasn't it wasn't a total buyout because we're taking clients with us that are not theirs. Mm-hmm. And yet we're also going to have all these clients it's so together. It's unique, it's really very tricky. Yeah. It's a very unique thing. And yeah. you know, in our business, whenever anyone sells, they still need you. I mean, this whole business, if I leave, yeah. it's yeah. gone. 100%. All the players are all with us. So 100%. it's a very unique sort of setup. But the coolest thing now is I, I, I We have our same business, the whole foundation that we set up, but now we have this name and we have this, you know, we got a little sizzle behind the stake. And it's just something that gives us a bit of an edge. And don't get me wrong. I've seen some negatives to it already. I mean, white families,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: even black families, somebody say, wait a minute this is a rap firm. I don't know. No, you're, you're a startup. I'm like, no, I've been doing this 21 years. Right. Well, but the firm. And so, you know, no matter what you it think. It gets
0: a little tricky. I think what yeah. happens
1: is you go, our competitors have caught up quickly to the mm-hmm. fact that, well, they're calling us an entertainment firm or a rap firm and they're trying to label us as something. So, you know, our competitors, They while, have to though. while we may be good at what we do. Yeah. Do you remember the times where we, you know, a guy would bring someone up and we would just sort of Give them the old. They're gone. You know, you sort of, you sort of give them the old backhand, where you're like, you know what, you know what, they've lost too many guys. They're they're not hot like they used to be, and all of a sudden you can just see the player like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And I think so. So people do that to us just the same. Yeah, they they dismiss you. You're finding a way to sort of discredit very quickly, and that's the thing about our business. You may not like a lot of other agents, but they can sell. The best ones, they can. They, you know, that's why they're successful. You know, they Eskimo, you the Eskimo, the Eskimo is still buying ice yep. from these guys because they are they are on top of their shit. They know how to they know how to hit their audience just the same. They didn't get where they were by accident either. So, no doubt, you know, we're we're up against that. But yeah, it it is it is um it's rewarding to to kind of see where we are. Oh but I really gosh, don't look man. at it. I, I really don't look at it like we've achieved like we've gotten the end goal yet. It, it's really still about you know where can we go over the next 5 to 10 years and you know this is a tough business and and, and you know anyone any agent in our business man the, the economics you know even since you since you transitioned out Nate I mean expenses have gone up the the commissions were getting squeezed more than ever you know from four to three and now you know a lot of people what is it one One and a half standard now or three is still the maximum right so but but in the contracts the players sign it says one and a half unless you negotiate
0: otherwise how how do you how do you find that it's Uh, hard it's hard yeah because now you have to have the discussion, but where before you really could just ignore it. And you just, ignored it and just hope they. Signed you just sign the contract and you're right. doing three percent. Right, and
1: remember, you know, you got you got baseball and basketball at four and five. You okay. got you Doesn't got, make any sense. To you me. got uh, right. You got people in media and marketing.
0: Ten um, percent. Some look at MMA's. You know, they're taking ten percent. Exactly. You know, UFC and and It's a
1: very different environment. So, you know, I think before you get excited in our business, you're like, wait a minute, how am I going to do this? I don't want to be chasing players when I went up sixty, right? So how do we capitalize this over the next ten years? Really work this thing. How do we really build this thing even better than it is right now? I think that's what this move to young money was for us: is how do we, how do we really capitalize on our growing success, but also. Let's let's try this. Let's see how this thing goes. Let's let's give this thing. So, a goal. are you
0: under a uh, like a uh, multi year contract with this company? Or no, is, no, it's, it's um, no, it's not.
1: It, it, it's not. It doesn't doesn't work that way. Basically, we formed a new company mm-hmm. um, under Young Money Appa, and um, you know I have a stake in that company as well, and that's that's how we talk own about that. Forward. Young
0: Young Money. So, Little Wayne owns it, right? It's Little or Wayne's. Com- one of the, it's, it's, Little Wayne,
1: it's Little Wayne's company, and uh, Young Money is. Um, you know, for Are those, you going to be on the uh, next
0: rep. Uh, I mean, or the next I'm, LP. I'm, or, I'm dropping some beats yeah. in my spare time. <laughs> I mean,
1: yeah, you know, Young Money is such a successful um, record oh, label. It's, it's huge, a record man. label, huge. and you know, I've learned a lot about the music business, and I've had to. I mean, I listen, I, I've always listened to some hip hop um, in addition to plenty of other things, but. You know, in our business now, like first question I get is, "Oh, so what's when? When's Wayne dropping his new album? What's mm-hmm. going on with Cash Money and the and this yeah. and this beef?" And yeah. so yeah, I mean, I had to get caught up to the legal side of just enough to know what was going on, who are the players, who else is with Young Money, you know. And there's perks, you know, clients right now they want to go to they want to go to a concert, and it doesn't have to be Young Money. It could be, you know, Cortez Bryant, who who by the way is is he is the um, he's Wayne's manager. Um, but he's also the C, I guess CFO, of of that young that name sounds of young money. Too. You know, Cortez, yeah. y- Cortez is amazing. But okay. he does the marketing. But he's Wayne's manager, and he's the one that he's the one that signed Drake, which that's amazing. I mean, that right? Speaks and for so, itself. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Nicki, and um, he helped grow the brand globally. Them, he helped grow them individually globally. And you know, having someone like that aboard, who's got great vision, he understands that business. I think the key for him is now for me trying to help him understand our space. You sure. know, the, the sports sector. You know, we he, he asked me last year about Didi. He's like, well, he's like, yeah, I'm contacting the shoe companies. What do you think I can get? He's like, you know, you, you think you think a million, million and a half on with Adidas. And I started, I started laughing. I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? So you know, you look at the shoe deals for. You know, Drake obviously has a, has a Jordan brand partnership, which is, you know, through the roof. Sure, but, sure, yeah. but if you look at like Wayne's, he's like, you know, without getting into details, he's, he's well over, he's well into the millions on his shoe deal.
0: I'm sure, yeah. Football it's, it's players, football, yeah. you're
1: just hoping that you get a couple grand in maybe, free. Product. Maybe some free product. You know, throw me some skittles <laughs> with exactly. with a pair of shoes and oh you know, so it's um it's a very different ball game. It's a new world
0: that these guys need to learn and, and you're educating <laughs> a lot. But the connections, yeah. the connections are great. Have, well, our that's our huge connections bad. are good. So that's so fucking huge. so
1: for me, I mean, do you think I like doing marketing?
0: Exactly. No, I don't. No, and not. it's not what I do and no.
1: and I think most players that leave their agent it's because they they don't feel like they're getting enough done off the field. Exactly. And so we sort of you know, now we have people that can work on the marketing on its own and, and and see what opportunities they can find without me having to spend my time. You're
0: busy worrying about legal. You're doing right. contract negotiations. You are, you know, you're you're helping the players off the field. I'm adding up uh, the zeros. There you go. Yeah, there you go. That's right. And there's a lot of them.
1: Yeah, you hope. You hope. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow it's never quite. Well, hey, listen, man. Quite. Talk about
0: talk about some of the big deals you've done since I left you, because you know you started doing some big deals. Right. Obviously, when we were together, McCordy was a huge signing for, for mm-hmm. us for the firm. Uh, um, Can we talk so about that before we let's get us talk this? about Because I, yeah, I, yeah. I have a I have have a memory. Please, that um, Please. maybe
1: maybe actually my my clearest and fondest memory. Um, we were in Florida, you and me. We were in Naples, Florida. We were at a bar. Maybe I don't want to say it was a club because it's Florida. We were down there with a the signing that we were pretty excited about. Doran Dickerson. Yep. Um, very excited. Very excited. Uh, mm-hmm. Pitt, sort of... Um, hybrid tight end. Hybrid tight yeah. Well, that was his problem, was that he was all hybrid, yeah. no position, yeah. but great kid. Um, he signed with us. Um, you and know, again,
0: recruited by a lot of different firms. And, right. Know, went so. with us
1: over a lot of people. Yeah. You know, was a, was a talk of the combine. But he had just gotten started training down with uh, Cliff Marshall and Ignition. Um, we were at a club. He was getting set up. And I got a phone call. Um, and it was from Devin McCordy saying, I, he had just met with Todd France, who was now with CAA, he was huge, he'd met with a number of other people, and he said, I uh, talked this over with my mom over the last three or four days, I've decided to go a player's rep, I'm signing with you guys, and I told you, and we started jumping around Yes, we like, did. like uh, and, and then Dorn was there and we told him and he, and he started, started jumping, jumping around yeah. Yeah. and he's like yeah. excited for us he's he's picking us up it was, and it was fucking awesome it was, man. Um, that's one but, of those p- but those but those are the highs of the business God. that you can't even those emotional because, highs cuz you know that you're always one client away from just well look
0: at him not look what happened look what happened look, right. look, look what ha- that has turned into right. for for him and, and, and I would say that that
1: signing you know that changed I don't want to say changed everything, but you need a guy like that. Um, you know, his brother first Jason pick, ended up switching ended up over a year round, later. Yep,
0: yep. Um, that was a huge moment for Players' Rep. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was. It was. It was. It was. It was the the moment that that Players' Rep really arrived at a different level, the next level. We'll call it. And we
1: didn't know he was a first round pick at that point. He was a he was a second third. Yeah. But it, he went to the Senior Bowl and was great. Combine was great, and things were falling into place. And yeah. And here's the thing: even if you look at that draft, we had seven draft picks that year but he was really the only guy that made he's the only guy that made it past year 3. Yeah. You know, we had we had Spivey in we the had third. At a Marty Gilliard was was early fourth. Acquasi in the fourth. But where were these guys? Selvish. Selvish Dorne. Capers. Doran.
0: Yeah. Doran's has been getting called by agents while we're, you know, during the draft. Now that's I maybe hate that the fucking worst story. In his, that he, is the worst. He fired us during the draft. He he basically did. And I don't yeah. think did we let him uh, he's he,
1: well, officially it was 2 days after the draft, yeah. but he told us in the fourth round. Yeah. Guys, what the fuck have you done for me? You know what? The, these sliding. you know what,
0: what's the worst yeah. is that that Mel fucking Kuiper uh, mm-hmm. thing on the because t- what happens is if if Mel Kuiper one of these guys has you rated high, mm-hmm. and the team's know better that hey man he doesn't have a true position. Look at Doran, we love ya. you. You were a great dude, super athlete, but. There's a reason that n- that nobody took a chance on you until the late rounds. I yeah. mean And we tried to career. we tried to
1: have that talk with him about expectations and he yeah. wouldn't he's like, I'm not going after the third round. I'm not going yeah. and we were like, Oh fuck. Because like, oh, we shit. knew we knew. Now we thought maybe he could go fourth, fifth, not seventh, like he did, but do you know he didn't even answer the phone when the Texans drafted him?
0: You he know? wouldn't even answer the phone because he was so upset. And the problem was he was so upset because it was the mix of ESPN having his name on the screen for hours upon hours as the top pick on the board, and all these names going past him. Right. And then what happens is that people don't realize these other sl- scumbags are calling him all saying, over all him. day, are calling right. him, and, and, and they're saying, "Hey, man, look what your your agents suck." Meanwhile, these guys, what are damn they doing well know, for you? Right. So they're busy not even worried about their clients. They're calling the other guys. Yeah, this yeah that was a part that of was one of the all time yeah. lows because you you,
1: you, like, you, you get these yeah. highs when you sign guys and all this, and then you get to that point where a guy okay. Get, he hears from another agent like oh you should have been drafted oh shit maybe Haber and Sims aren't doing their job and so we lost him and of course years later you know I've talked to him he's apologized I should have never left you're the best agent he's like I can't believe I did that It was so immature we loved him yeah. we loved him and, 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 and uh, Bill Bill you know, Bill, Bill Stull, Stull oh yeah. my god right dude I, mean, a guy? I forgot hey, about that hey how about
0: we took Bill and Doran to the Cavs game yeah. they came into Cleveland oh my god I forgot and we introduced Doran to Salida Ebanks oh my god he should have he should have si- oh signed his god. life away to us and he basically but, did at that, that point it, well, no but that that was, But that was before the draft. And he still left us. And he left us. We introduced Doran to Salita. He we makes, took him to the who Velvet was the hot, Dog. No, it wasn't the Velvet hottest, Dog. It was like uh, liquid. liquid. We went to Liquid. And there was a party up there. I don't think that's there anymore. That's not. Oh, yeah. shoot. <laughs> and, I mean, Doran should have just been happy that. I tried I to mean, go every we, weekend. We, just, we, we, we would have open. thought that we had more job security with him than anybody. Ever. But what do you know? Ever. You know? Ever. It but, was so crazy. Yeah, yeah. It was That so, was
1: nuts. So we got off track, I know.
0: We did. So I don't even know where we were, but we were talking about young men. Money and uh, and signing players and then <laughs> I mean and then we, we could I get think off. we're
1: three tangents from where we actually dude. Were do talking. you remember? Who cares? Let's yeah. just go back to more it doesn't story. Matter. I like the it storytelling part. It doesn't better. matter. Well, I started saying actually I, I broke into saying my favorite memory. Yes, and, it, and oh it up, the Florida the Florida And it was story that whole Florida Devin. thing. Yeah. And so and you were asking about the contracts and and who cares and, about that? It, it doesn't uh. matter. It doesn't. It really doesn't.
0: <laughs> That uh, one, we're together. <laughs> where do we go? What was that What was that bowl game that was in Texas, like right near the border, all the way down, like oh. El Paso? What was that bowl game? Because uh, I'll it, never go it back. It was called Texas vs. the Nation. Texas vs. the Nation. And,
1: and that's no longer around anyway. It stopped a few years. Well, maybe, do but, you
0: remember how sick I got at Texas vs. the Nation? Yeah, yeah. This is uh, a...
1: <laughs> this is... Oh this is actually one of those things oh, that. Oh shit! So 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 you and I share in a hotel room because we always I, did. We weren't. We and, were, I, and I still would never. Got to be lean. You and, be lean. And, I, and I still wouldn't mind the same the same setup with you, great. my friend. It was but, great. Man. But I remember one night, and I'm actually going to tell the story because please
0: because I couldn't even function. So so, <laughs> I think this is why I don't like Mexican food anymore. Well, I <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just remember. <laughs> You have to realize. I think this is my first bowl game. I mean, this is like my so we're first. At this, we're at this All Star game, two thousand and nine. I don't know who did 2000... we have in the game. Oh, uh, who do we have? It could have been. Was it? Fri- was it Fryer? Was oh, it Fryer? The that, game that that, that, that could that, be. That rings a bell for some reason. That could it be. might have been London Fryer. Yeah, yeah. So Curtis so, Hamilton. Oh, that could be. too. That's another name I would have never brought. Yeah. I can't believe that just came back to me. I forgot. He I lived. think both those guys might have been in the game. Yeah. Anyway, that, that could, could be. So anyway, so
1: so. So, you know, at these games, um, you know, we, there's only so much we have to do. We go to dinner. So we're at the hotel. And this is El Paso. This isn't one of these fun bowl games where, you know, you're in a nice city. You can do some fun things. This is a bowl game where you're in El Paso. And you look out your hotel room and you and you, and you got, what, uh, is that? Uh, the, Juarez. Yeah, you're, uh, at you're, at me- you're at the border. You're at the border. Yeah. So, so anyway, um, to cut to the chase, I... I, I I roll over. Um, and I, <laughs> we weren't in the same bed, but I mean, that's it. A- let's paint this picture. There was there were two devils. Um, maybe they were even queens. Exactly. But, but Either way, you know. It didn't matter to me that sleep in the fucking. I wake bed. up and about fifteen feet over is one Nate Haber mm-hmm. <laughs> sitting on the end of his bed, feet off, curled over and just breathing heavy. I'm like, dude, are you alright? <laughs> and I think he said no man, I said
0: fucking. I all, think man. Yeah, I think I'm gonna fucking die, <laughs> dude. It was the worst night of my life. I got food poisoning. You were that up night. All I clearly night. had food poisoning, and uh, we, we were. It was Mexican food. We were yeah. at some shit hotel. Yeah, there's a reason that came. That no Mexican, around. right? And I don't
1: know. It, you you wouldn't so eat Mexican. Fu- I did not even eat Mexican like Mexican
0: food. No, you know what I loved, man, was the. Uh, Fruit explosions! Oh God, I've talked about that.
1: Too. I've passed damn. that a, a little tidbit on Tim. Hort- was Tim it Tim Horton
0: Timmy Hole, baby! Oh my
1: God, that fruit explosion God muffin! Damn! How was... many
0: fruit explosions do you think we ate a year? It was. I mean, every t- every time we were on the road, we'd they stop still at Tim make Hortons. Them.
1: Yeah, and I, I've checked a few times, but sometimes they're sold out. But I've, <laughs> I almost, I almost don't even enjoy it anymore without you with me. I know the fruit. It's the fruit. like it's sort of like your Mexican food from that night. I Ugh. you're not since, since it you're, doesn't since you're gone. Doesn't taste the same, man. It doesn't no, taste was, the same. that was the Tim Hortons. That was a, that was a big one. An, you
0: want to know another sad story that just yeah. came to mind? We yeah. were driving home. I think we were actually driving home from a recruiting trip at West Virginia, mm-hmm. and we got the call that Chris Henry. Was no, like,
1: I know that story. No, tell no. tell that story. And, and you and I were leaving Doran Dickerson's place. Okay, so was that Pitt? Leaving Pitt. Okay. And my phone was ringing during the meeting, but you know, obviously, you don't answer. Oh, That's right. And I walked out, and I saw my text messages, including Marvin Lewis said, "You better call me ASAP." And I had all these calls. And we got in the car, and we did. So we had to drive home from from Pitt. Well, a couple hours. We got in the car, and you know, I made the phone call, and I think that's when Marvin said, "Andy, you know." chris henry was in a car accident he's on life support um i'm actually get chills talking about this because mm-hmm. um he was a fairly new client i mean about 10 months 11
0: months um but yeah we we had to pull over mm-hmm. because it was it was devastating man crippling you know why he had just signed over with us recently like you yeah, said yeah he and was he really was turning, turning his life around he was turning his life and we were around. helping him get there and
1: but we're trying to figure out what's going on and um you know how it happened and he ended up you know he was thrown from the back of the pickup truck mm-hmm. or but i just remember we had to drive home and at first we i, I felt very like i don't want to say it was like a claustrophobic feeling but we were in the car and i think you were driving i was driving you know why yeah and I, I think we just had to pull over because we're anxiety
0: ridden yeah like what do know.
1: we you know what do we do and it's hard to talk about it. and this guy is dying and you know, on the on the flip side, the other thing I remember how horrible that was is that was the first time uh, social media was used, really. And, you know, maybe we have been on Twitter for well, we, several we months. We were, like,
0: the first guys on there, too. But I put you –
1: know? I remember having to put a statement out on Twitter yeah. that was picked up by ESPN and everybody everybody else. And uh, it was – but it was just a – the whole thing was surreal, trying to deal with the media and his family. And, and thankfully, Dave Lee um, – who has been with me as an agent? Obviously, with you, Dave was, you know, uh, probably 2002, 2003, and Dave was handling a lot of those details. Um, yeah, he worked with us. Well, he was Chris. super close with
0: Chris, and you know. yeah, it was. Uh, we didn't know that. We didn't know for sure, but when we talked to Dave, it sounded like it sounded like this was. We didn't know. Was, we
1: knew it was bad, and he was in critical condition. But I don't think we realized that the at severity. that point. They. What we learned later that night was that they were waiting for confirmation from from chris's wife to to uh you know basically pull the plug down yeah. it was
0: just a, Cause he was already gone he was, brained, he was basically done. at that point he was done yeah dude you know what i remember from that that was uh not not to get us derailed into something sad but this is the type of shit that we have to deal with in this industry man that you mm-hmm. never know you never know you know most businesses um you know you have a revenue stream And you can kind of predict it. You're selling products, or you're selling services. You're you're, you're representing people as an attorney. You have clients and all these things. And, um, but what you don't really see is the uh, the uh, this is your 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 revenue stream is based upon human being like how people what they do on the field or on the court. Right. And if they're gone, that's gone. And and and, and, and that's like part. It. That's the that's you, we we have Chris Henry and I'm you know it, it sounds maybe shallow to bring that up, um, but you know you're we're thinking this is going to be a great opportunity and then and then we're dealing with okay our business we have just lost not only did we just lose he was he was a, a free free close agent. friend right he was a free agent we lost season, a potential so... you know pick a number twenty five percent of our revenues thirty percent for you know you could lose that yeah God forbid something like this happens what I remember how sad it was too man was. That motherfucker uh, Levin, over at TMZ. Yeah, that that's Harvey right. Levin. Remember that? guy? Yes, they do. Of course. There's a reason they're so successful over there. Yeah. That guy called my phone 20 times. Yeah. How he got my number? No idea. Yeah. No idea. Remember that? Yeah. Wouldn't leave. He kept leaving message. And pick up the phone. And I was like, They was like, wanted. Like, yeah. This is crazy. I'm he was gonna to get something. Harvey right. Levin over at
1: TMZ. And I remember I asking to him. I remember I go, that go, for go, a few minutes. I go, Who is it? He go, He's the one with the straw. He's always sipping. I'm like, Oh yeah,
0: yeah. And, and, and TMZ was just getting really big back then too. Right. right. Um, and, uh, and, and they're all over that shit. And, you know, we're trying to mourn practically the loss of a friend of ours Yeah. and everyone's hounding us and you have to put out statements the next day or the next couple of days later. And we're trying to figure out like how to console the family. You know, we, yeah. we, we, we got to refigure, recalculate how we're going to handle our business. I mean, there's a lot of things that.
1: Yeah. I think once you, once we got past that first couple of days and sort of like our client is dead. Like, when is the last time a an, an active NFL player passed away? And I think for us, like, yeah, there was no script. We're, we're dealing with funeral arrangements. And right. it was during the season. So the Bengals were coming down. And, yeah, once you got past that, though, you're right. I mean, from a business end, you have to say, okay, this was a guy that was going to be a free agent and going to represent a, a pretty – like, it was a sizable – like, we were excited by him as a business. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not cold or callous to say, wait a minute, this affects our business too – what do we do and and you know that was the same year that we well we ultimately signed doran dickerson and devon mccordy and those guys but you know you're you're always trying to figure out our business and, and to your point the business turns over every three or four years the average nfl player plays three years so people wonder well, why are you recruiting all the time well mm-hmm. because our client list as it is today if you take a snapshot of it and then look five years from now out of 40 clients maybe five of them are still there it's insane and that's why it's insane. right so whatever success you think you're having today you better double down and work harder because you're not gonna have you know that's not all gonna be there look at my best clients right now I say this internally to all of our agents right now Devin McCourty is great he's 30 Lane Johnson is great he's in his late 20s now now offensive linemen can play longer that's great but you start looking at the contracts we've done and you're like wait a minute who are who are the next guys that can do that? Because right. we're not making the money on the rookies, so you've got to be able to get to year five. And so, yeah, it's it 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 can cause some anxiety when no you don't t- have
0: the pipeline. Always has to be gone. I mean, no matter you can't right. rest. You can't rest, man. Right,
1: so one of the things I've done is I've gotten into coaching a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, I keep you know the grand plan would be to you know because I feel like that's something you can do more in your fifties and sixties and mm-hmm. you know in many ways. You have you don't have the expenditures. You don't have as much travel. So I, I'm trying to get into that a little bit more. But I think that's beautiful. It, it is, but great... it's also and the counterpoint to that is it's hard to do. Yeah, it's hard oh, to get no into doubt. it. It's sort of you know I, we've got we've and got about a, very few coaches. In, we, we've know? got about a dozen guys, and, and at the same point, none of them are head coaches. Um, one at Southern Illinois, uh, Nick Hill, who's great, and he was a client of oh, ours. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, representing him, yeah. um, you know, but you know, a couple coordinators, but it's. Uh, that's a tough business too, no, but, that, no doubt. but that has some more. Do you have security. to be registered
0: with the NFLPA to do the coaching or no? No, no, that's you don't. interesting. No,
1: you don't. And there's, you know, I don't want to say it's the wild west, but what do you
0: charge? Well, what, what can you charge?
1: You know, it's typically three percent because that's what we're doing for the players.
0: But yeah, that's
1: a. business. So it's not that,
0: a contract that's ma- monitored by the PA.
1: No, wow. nobody, nobody monitors, right? Yeah. So so and the nice thing is while you're chasing other guys around, you know, twelve months of the year and doing PR and doing interviews and and doing marketing and handholding. These coaches, most of them from our 30s, 40s, 50s, they just want you to buy them a beer once a year, and they're yeah. like, "Oh my God, I have an agent, Yeah, a, guy, do who, a, good a contract. Guy, guy who, when I need them in December and January, can help me get a better job." Done. Great, but, it's beautiful. And so it is. It's nice, and and I love the coaches I work with. Um, I'd like it to be a bigger part of the business. It will. You'll keep it going.
0: Yeah, keep it I got to. I, sure.
1: I need to spend more time with it yeah. because it doesn't grow itself either, and no. I mean, it takes time. But that's amazing. But um, yeah, and those are ways to sort of combat the the. business of ours where you don't know what you're going to have two three years from now. you know you started the same way i did you know you're we're single you don't have kids um you know and you're like well this is great but then all of a sudden you've got a wife you've got kids and you start thinking from a financial standpoint this is this is tough and there's not an agent in our business hasn't gone through this is wait a minute how do i make sure that i'm going to be able to have this level of success not only in a couple years, but in 5, 10, 15 years. Yeah.
0: And that's hard. That's super hard, man. It's, that's hard. Look at the Shaziers uh, of the world. Right. I mean, look at Ryan Shazier. Again, another example. Or, or freak, freak injuries, freak accidents. You have a guy that looks like he's going to be one of the highest paid guys in the league. And then, boom, one play. Changes everything. I mean, he'll probably never play again, right? I, right. Don't, I mean, I don't know. Much no, I mean, about I don't but.
1: either. I mean, I hope to God he does, but I think yeah, for everything I'm kid, seeing, like the, uh, the hope of walking normally and leaving, oh. leaving a normal life. I think that's his goal. That's his goal, just to be able. to... Yeah, this is a it's, it's a, a brutal, brutal man. It's a brutal business for the players. I mean, we're talking about agents, but it's a, yeah, it's identical yeah. for the players who are yeah, just yeah. trying to trying to live out their dreams, like do I, if I get cut a couple of times, do I keep doing this? I mean, when do you, when when does a guy say, okay, it's great, Rudy's a great movie, but how long do I keep pushing this? Right. You know, and then there's like, you know, as an agent, you want to be motivational and support your player, but when do you have to be realistic and say, it might not happen? You know, yeah. you got cut a few times. I don't know if you should wait six months and not move on with your life. And That's, that's always a, a tough conversation, oh, man. We
0: had to do it. I remember hey, doing it in my short tenure. All you the know? time. I mean, we, we had to do it with our guys. Uh, but you know what? What makes it hard, the freak in- injury is, is is really tough for the players. We've got about what ten minutes or yeah, so. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, uh, the freak injury with the players that's brutal for everybody but when a player that you represent and you try to keep him on the the, the straight and narrow yeah. and he's fucking up outside and he's making bad decisions you can't control that as the agent no there's and guess l- what right. that could be there can be a right. revenue stream right there so right there you, know?
1: you can start listing the number of ways that as an agent as an agency your your so business brutal. is hurt and so many of them are out of your own control
0: that's what i'm saying and that is a problem. Right. it's brutal you know you, bro- you go ahead go ahead no i'm no, saying so you, you, the only way you beat
1: that is by just you have to go volume. And so people say, oh, personal service. Well, if I'm sitting with five, 10 clients, I'm probably out of business in a couple of years. years. And so there is a very fine line between that personal service, that personal attention, you know, not being one of the big boys that are built on numbers, but also being able to protect yourself. So when a guy retires, he gets hurt, he doesn't get a contract. You can withstand that hit. It's,
0: it's finding that balance. It's yeah, finding that balance. it's tough. And, it, it, and I think, you, from what I've seen, you guys are doing it. You guys are doing it. You've got the you've got the sort big of. name backing, right? Um, you know what? One of the things I thought about, man, when, when we were talking about P- NFLPA and uh, Twitter and all that stuff. So, dude, you know, we were like one of the first ones. On, yeah, we were one of the first ones yeah. on Twitter, and uh, I was a big one on it, man. I, like most of most of the other agents weren't really I would on say, it yet.
1: And, I would say, you know. You and I got on there about the same time, but you really took to it. I was using
0: it. Yeah, yeah I and, was using and, it, and, um, and 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 and, <laughs> and putting my foot in my mouth at times too, because we didn't realize the power of Twitter. Because Twitter it didn't have ha- it
1: didn't have any power initially. And I mean right there I mean listen we we could go for an hour about the times that you know something was tweeted and a team saw it or I mean I would love yeah, you so got to tell the so story that, you got So it.
0: so real quick was uh, this was I think my my uh, my second year you know and we're sitting there at every year at the combine which you're coming up to this week I want to hear I'm about leave, that before I'm we finish off. Yeah. yeah So every year at the combine all the agents all thousand of us have to get together in this big ballroom <laughs> <laughs> and he's sliding down his chair. Oh, it's the, the memories. All the agents have to get together in this big ballroom and listen to, you know, the heads of the NFLPA and the director and the finance and all these people talk and, you know, talk about the collective bargaining agreement. Well, this was when, this was back in 2011, I th- or no, was it 2010? What I can't remember exactly. I think 2010. And we were meeting at the Combine, and we're all there. And, and this is, as we're... Going, the NFLPA is in a, like negotiation with the NFL before a lockout. I mean, they're on the verge of a lockout. Was right, what was going on? Right. So I guess it was, 11, it was a right, collective bargaining it was. like twenty ten. Yeah. And uh, and uh, one of the things they're talking about was um, what's his name Maurice. Uh, he was is he still the head of the NFLPA? What was his name? Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Dee Maurice Smith. Dee Maurice, yeah, yeah. Dee Maurice Smith. You know, he's talking about this two hundred million, and we're. He throws some numbers out, okay? Right, right. So we take a break at the meeting, and I go to my Twitter, uh-huh. and I'm, you know, I'm getting a following. Letter I'm flagged. Flagged. I'm like, hey, hey if I'm phone. on Twitter, I got, I got something listen, interesting. I'm like, yeah. I'm like a media person now, and you know, people yep. want to know what's going on. And uh, I didn't remember what you tweeted about. And I just tweeted something about how the 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 I said like we're 200. I don't know what it, but it was almost like it was something that what I thought was public. Because of the way it was presented. and Whatever it was, I said something. I tweeted something. And it sure it. was
1: going to be public within the next it day gonna anyway. It was going to be public.
0: Right. We're all in there. We all have phones. We're all, you know, there's media everywhere. So I tweet. Hanging out, tweet. I went to the, you know, it was took a lunch break. Went to the hotel room. So I come back. We're back for the afternoon session, right? And, About 800 uh, agents
1: sit down. Everyone yep.
0: sits back down. Mm-hmm. You know, most, most of the agents return, you know. And um, Mark Levin... Who I think is the salary cap director? Yeah. What's his title? Director, uh, whatever the
1: same thing. But he's director uh, right. of, of the
0: of the Players Association. Been there for a long time. He gets up on the microphone. He goes, you know, guys, before we get started. And he goes into this rant about everything that we privacy, said. Here privacy, confidentiality, confidentiality. Right. confidentiality. And I and I'm thinking to myself, please don't tell me that this is going to be the the tweet. Oh, so you started so, thinking already? I was thinking about it because of the way he started, and he's holding his phone, right? And again one of those uh, one of those moments man mm-hmm. mark levin says you know pro football talk and we're seeing you know guys you know and he said mentions pro football talk put out something guys we said this is confidential don't don't talk about what we're talking but about but he it. did
1: it in a fairly angry he tone he did it too. in a
0: very angry tone like, like how and, could you yeah how could yeah. you don't like like kind of like don't, don't, you know we don't need this kind of and of course then what did everyone dude, in the crowd do and, and dude I'm paralyzed in my chair now. But he didn't say your name. He'd never said my name, and I told him that. I told him afterwards. I said, dude, thank you for not – you know, I talked to him after, and I apologized. I said, thank you for not saying my name because you could have made a lot worse for me. But I'm in a room amongst all our competitors. And 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 you and I are on the – like, again, say what you want to say about us, but we were on people's radars. We're coming up. I mean, most people in that room, you'll never know who their names were. You'll never hear from them again. People were taking notice. We were coming up. Right. And then all of a sudden he's go and everyone goes and grabs their phone and what do they do they run to Twitter Pro Football Talk and there's my name you know right. tweeted Nate Haver tweets during the NFLPA I meeting So that. everybody that knew it was directed Dude, at my, you remember, and, my, us, right? and, and and you're looking and you're looking at me and you're like you're not sure whether you should be upset whether you should be crying whether you should be laughing whether just probably a little bit of everything I mean, literally like the <laughs>
1: you know you know just pictured this <laughs> <just laughs> slithering down like you had grease on the back of your chair just Dude, sinking I a was, bit. I was
0: so anxiety ridden but, but still
1: acting like it didn't matter. Trying to put I was on the. Trying. Trying, my, trying to put on I the got the, face. the fuck
0: out of that room at, when that meeting was over. But you
1: couldn't get up to leave then because then could, everyone would have seen you. Have. Right. And they would have used it. They would stuck. have used you're it. You're almost stuck.
0: People don't realize you're amongst your competitors, but this is such a cutthroat industry yeah. that the slightest thing they're going to use is against you in recruiting. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, man. I just got to own it. I sat there. He didn't say my name. We talked about it afterwards. I apologize for you know t- I didn't realize the power of Twitter at that point. No, I mean I don't think any of us did. No, and we and, and, and we, and we were
1: lectured other times about we were <laughs> putting out information <laughs> and
0: but they you know, they hate it. But now they're just used to. I assume they've gotten used to all that shit.
1: Yeah, we put it's uh, got to be teams. will sometimes say, hey, can you not put that out before the team does? They will not. But, but but now yeah. everyone's on
0: social media. Everybody's and, on there yeah. and they know
1: you know we kind of know what's what, what's okay and what not. Yeah, social media's
0: changed everything. Dude, uh, before we finish up, um, you're going off to the combine this week. Who do you have going? Who, who are you represent? Yeah,
1: we here? we got we got an interesting group of guys because, um, you know, we we actually have more recruiters in some ways. And uh, so we got, uh, I believe we have seven guys that are participating in the combine. And actually we had a couple guys that were great, like in the All-Star game, Senior Bowl and Shrine game, one of each of those games who aren't invited.
0: Um, so we, we you got had a senior we, bowl person that wasn't invited to the combine. Correct, wow.
1: and an East West guy who was probably the best player in that game, not invited. So oh, that's terrible. So it's tough for those guys. Who are, who are the, what are uh, the that was uh, Dereese Fountain from Northern Iowa, as a wide receiver, uh, and then Jeremy Reeves, he's a uh, safety from South Alabama, but. Our, our biggest name guy is a guy named Malik Jefferson. He was a linebacker from Texas, and he's uh, he's got a ton of talent. Um, Anyone fring, really fringe for a second round? Yeah, pick. fringe yeah. first, second. Um, you know that. Of course, you get online on Twitter, and you see some people say no better than a third. Of course, and, you're like, and then
0: you have guys that probably say you know twentieth pick of the draft. Yeah, so you know. yeah,
1: and I, and I think legit, he's probably at this point more in the late one to to late two in that that zone. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a receiver named Kiki Kuti from Texas Tech who came out early, great slot receiver, but probably based on his. Based on his size and slot, he's probably more in that third, fourth, fifth area. Um, yeah, but we should have, we, we have some other guys too. Um, so we got a good group. Um, I think ideally, you know, when we're recruiting, I think the key is it's always, it's always quality. It's never quantity, but at the same point, we've got a good group of guys. What we've noticed is we've
0: we've had three or four veterans or I was just gonna ask switch you over
1: in the last month and a half. I was just going to ask you that. that. That's really more, to me, the young money effect. Oh, absolutely. Um, well, know, it's a
0: young money effect, plus, you know, they, they get to know you. I mean, they plus have our to contract like history. You. You, yeah, your contract history. So yeah. it's basically me doing the same thing, but
1: with a different name. And I think what we're seeing is, you know, in, in a business with shrinking margins and rookies where we don't make money in draft picks, which, while sexy, do not make your business for all the reasons we've talked about right. trying to get to your five, the veterans the way to go. Now, there's a lot of rules you got to follow. Basically, you just can't contact them illegally. But if they come to you, they hear about you, um, those are things that we, I think, we're trying to exploit that advantage
0: the right way, but getting our name out there like that. That's awesome. Yeah. Dude, I, we could talk for... I feel we like could we could talk for did we, ages, Did man. we just get you started? Got, you got, we, I, I'm telling you, we have a lot more to share, and I want you to come back. Can we can we you just know. recap that we've brought up Ernie Wheelwright, no. Curtis, <laughs> Curtis Hamilton, <laughs> Nick Hill. Dude, uh, a lot of You names. brought up Kennard Cox, but Canard, I didn't even. Kennard Cox, London Fryer. Oh, my God. Um, Man, I'm sure there's. a few recruited We recruited guys at Buffalo. What too? about Adrian Claiborne, man? That wow. was a big name guy that we we were talking. I forgot to. about that. We were that. pretty close. I forgot it. Real I think close. we were close. And he's getting still in. playing. Yeah, I know he's doing
1: great. Yeah, he's we a had beast. we had some good success with, with uh, Spivey at Iowa, and we tried to kind of keep that. We almost going. had Brian Hartline. We were right. the second. We
0: came in second on Hartline. Yeah. Do you remember? Oh God, I forgot about that. We came in second Thaddeus on Hartline. Gibson. Thaddeus Gibson um, was close. Yeah. You know You know. Yeah, um, we obviously got Roll and Grand, Grand. Roll. We got great those guy. guys. Roll was, was recruited by everybody too. Yeah. I remember, you know, Roll's a, a great dude. Great man. guy. Yeah, Roll's a great dude. There, we can go down the list. Yeah, dude. remember D Washington, Donald Washington. Who were the guys uh, at
1: Buffalo that we recruited? There was two. There was a center, oh, yes. and then there was another guy. And that's where were we, offensive linemen. They made us wait, and we were thrown down at Timmy Horton's uh, fruit explosion muffins. There. That's, what was his?
0: Oh, what was his name? The uh, defensive lineman Travis Scott. Oh, Travis yeah. uh, he never made it but he was a DM. I thought he played at uh, the Raiders years. for a few years he was more okay. than some of the other guys yeah,
1: you're right Travis uh yeah but you know those guys like you you talk about for 5 6 months you know behind the scenes we're going to meetings and then not only sometimes you get them sometimes you don't whether you did or didn't sometimes they don't even make it they, they make it a that's year what or makes two. it so
0: hard man yeah. or you get the Cody Brown you don't love Cody I mean second round pick recruited by everybody but they just don't make it. Whether they, they don't have the passion for the game, right. they get injured, they're not really feeling it. I mean, you never know what to expect. There's a, an unlimited how much? Number how much? How 40, 50 grand, boom, down the drain from Gone. the recruit, you know, Gone. Combine, uh, combine training, prep training, housing, meal plan. It's the, painful, but it. accurate. It's just crazy. It's, it's crazy. Is. It's what right? it is, I mean, yeah. people don't realize the business model. Yeah, sucks, right? It's just a terrible. It's hard. It's a high barrier to entry. Yeah, man. Dude, I'm so excited for you. Uh, Thank you. Very big things. I, I have cool. no doubt. I want to. I want you to. I'm gonna leave you with a goal, okay. and uh, we're gonna see what happens over the next five years. I think that your goal, and of course, you can't always control it. I want to see you represent the first pick in the draft hmm. in the next five years. That's tough. I it's brutal. brutal. Tough. It's brutal. Yeah. But you've gotten close. Number four is pretty close. I'm thinking right now. I'm just going to settle for another first <laughs> rounder. I mean, but, but hey, can, listen, can we, man, can we
1: go top five again?
0: You can definitely go top five, fine, but I, I think that I think that you have the experience now. You've been doing this for 20 plus years. You've got the name recognition. You've got the backing, and uh, you've got you're in that you're in your prime. You're you're the in your, Haber you're, confidence you're in is lo- back, problem. and I'm feeling it right yeah, now. You're going to go if out I and can, fucking recruit if all I can night. Recruit right there you go. I need that car driving. Um, but have an awesome time at the thank combine, you. man you'll come back you know this summer fall we'll talk more and see how things are going my man thank thanks, you thanks brother appreciate thanks. It. Thanks.